0: Welcome to episode 24. Are you guys liking this Angry Black Woman series? I just want to be truthful. I have been having a lot of mind drama over this series. Because, like, I'm no sociologist. I'm not a research person. I'm no psychologist. I'm just a black woman who's had black woman experience who've combined it with what I know now from life coaching and seeing how my thinking has had me to show up in ways that didn't serve me. And it was because of this stereotype that I didn't want to be seen as the difficult woman in my relationships. And because as a life coach, like what I'm working on is what I'm going to show you. I'm not going to show you or teach you or take you through something I haven't gone through. So what you get is a combination of my lived experience coupled with how I've dealt with it in my life. So. I hope this helps because it's something that's very common for the successful Black woman. Like we all talk about it when we get together by ourselves. And so I know I'm talking about some things that we don't really want to talk about in front of the guys. And I know this may be seen as male bashing, but as I have said, I love my Black men this is just the opposite. I love them so much that I know that they can step up. I know that they can actually handle us being ourselves. I'm no longer afraid that they can't handle who I am, that I have to, as this title of this episode says, I don't have to send in a representative. Like, we as women always talk about like he sent his representative in, and then when he got real good, like his representative left. Like, we talk about that all the time. But I wanna ask you are you sending in your representative? Are you being your honest, authentic self? I talked about that last week. We talked about how it is not possible to emasculate a man. Like, I want us to feel free, like they selling we not buying. It's not possible for me to make you feel less than. It's not possible for me to make you feel weak. Go to last week's episode if you want to know the explanations for that. I'm no longer holding that over my head. Listen, as black women, we've been told there is a way that we should act so that we can protect our men because protecting our men was the way for our race to succeed. But what it has caused us to do is to send in our representatives in our relationships. And I want us to stop that. I think we can have honest communication between the both of us. So let's talk about the fantasy first. If you're not following my good friend, Dr. Sonia Wright, the midlife sex coach, her episode last week, where she talked about decolonization of our brains. And she talked about the fantasy. The fantasy of first we fall in love, then we get married, then we have the baby and everything's hunky-dory and rainbows and butterflies. Like society has fed women this. He falls in love with me. He chooses me. We get married Everything is beautiful and I'm happily ever after. That's the fantasy. And we have bought into the fantasy so much so that marriage is the ultimate of happiness. Like we can have a woman at one of the highest positions in the White House and discount her and her ability and her happiness. If she's not married, like something's wrong with her. Condoleezza Rice, right? Like you've heard it woman CEO, woman, this, is she married? Why do we ask that first? Because our value as women is based on whether or not we have a man or not. Like we have to just recognize that, that somehow or another, we have tied a woman's value to the point of like whether or not she has a man. I've talked about this before, this patriarchal view, but this value is the reason why we send in our representatives into and throughout our relationship. Because if it's the highest thing, right? This is the plateau, it's the highest we can get. And if there's this thing like we should Act this way, make our men feel this way because we are, once again, as women, responsible for how they feel. Then it's our job to make him feel a certain way so that we get the happiness so that we're happy. All of that is bullshit. Consider this there was a time when women in general were considered evil, like we were tempted. And we would control our men and get them to do evil things. Okay, that then changed over to the purity thing where women were good. Like the better they were, then the man would act right because she was a good woman. And if you were really a good woman, then your man wouldn't do certain things because he wouldn't wanna leave you. Like men even perpetuate this. Like they actually even think this. Like if I have thoughts and I've had some friends who do this, so I know it. If I have thoughts or if I'm doing this, like if I'm with her, I shouldn't have this. So she must not be the one because I'm still thinking this way. Like, so whether it's because we were evil, which was the initial thing, and then it switched to we're so good and pure, right? Both of it is the man takes no responsibility for his action. It's all based on the women. First, we were evil and influenced you that way. And then we became good. And now a good woman's job is to influence you this way. In neither of these situations, does the man take responsibility under this view of his own actions? We know this. Because let a man have an affair. And the first thing we think is she did something wrong. Not he did, but she did. She let herself go. Like we we go look at pictures. Like there's a reason why it was because of her. Not his character, the content of his character, not his actions, not his morals, but we go look at pictures of her. Oh yeah, of course, right? the man gets a pass, especially if the woman, oh my gosh, she gained 30 pounds. Lord have mercy. She wasn't a good woman. She wasn't influential by the way she looked, by the way she acted, by the way she showed up to make him act a certain way. We outsource how a man's act (laughs) to the woman. Like that's too much responsibility. And we've accepted that responsibility as women and as black successful women, we've accepted that responsibility that somehow, somehow we're supposed to be this ride or die chick. Like, think about it. I want a ride or die chick, which means she gets on the back of the motorcycle. She don't ask where are we going and why we got to die. Like I'm that chick, where are we going? And why we gotta die? Like, is there another way? Do I have an opinion in this? Like, we elevate the ride or die chick, which means I make my home his castle, even though it's where I lay my head down to. Listen, I'm not saying be unruly, be a nag, like, don't elevate, don't love your man. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying stop sending in your representative. Stop saying it's okay. Oh baby, it's okay. When it's not freaking okay. Stop saying yes when your ass wants to say no. Stop saying it's no big deal when it's a fucking big deal. Stop saying I trust you when you don't trust him. Stop saying I agree, we should do this when that's the last thing you really do. You think it's a stupid idea. Stop sending in your representative because you don't want to be tagged as difficult. Be difficult, queen. My opinion, really, if God wanted us to be so submissive that we couldn't say anything, he wouldn't have gave us the brains. Like He could have easily, or she could have easily made us of a lower intellect. That was an easy fix. So I don't think submissive or this version of submissive or whatever it is like means that like, I don't have a say and I can't say what I mean. It doesn't mean that I'm not honest and true to myself. I don't speak up, I don't use my voice. And if it's considered difficult, fine. I believe my man can handle the fact that I disagree with him and have an intellectual conversation. I don't believe that my man is threatened by that. Matter of fact, he cherishes it. He's like two heads are better than one. What you got, baby? This is what I'm doing. What do you think? I disagree. Okay, my feelings are hurt, baby, but why do you disagree? Like when we're showing up afraid, of proving that stereotype right in our relationships, we shrink. We do shit that we don't want to do, and then we're mad when the relationship doesn't go the way we think, and we hold that over our head and his head, and that's not fair. Because the only reason why you're really mad is because you were doing shit that you wouldn't have done if you wasn't trying to show your representative. But if you were your true self, you wouldn't have been doing that in the first place. So the only person you have to be mad at is you believing the stereotype and supporting it within you. I want you to be free, Queens. I want you to break free of trying to control how someone else thinks of you. That can be your man. I can be your kids, your boss, your friends. There's so much freedom in allowing people to be who they are. I keep saying this and reiterating it and it's important enough for me too because that is something that I have to reiterate over and over again with my clients because we've been socialized to believe that I'm responsible for other people's feelings and how they think about me. And you're not. You just get to fucking be you, even in your relationship. And if that means sometimes your relationship is rocky because you speak your mind and you're not considered a ride or die, and the house is both of y'all castles, not just his, I think that's okay. I think we can learn to have our own back, and I think our men are strong enough to handle us this way. Because what's the upside of sending in your representative? There isn't. There's more internal dialogue going on within you. There's more stress going on inside of you. And that's not healthy or good for the relationship or for you or for your physical or mental or emotional health. There's no upside to this, to squashing yourself to not be in who you are. If you know of one, let me know. And if it's to keep a relationship, then maybe you want to consider if the relationship is worth keeping. Because if it's you being you and your authentic self that's going to keep the relationship, is that the relationship that you really want? It may be. It totally may be. But it also may not be. It's worth exploring. Who would you be if you didn't have to monitor yourself against this stigma? How would you show up? Would you give him that money that you gave him? Would you buy the thing that you bought? Would you treat some people the way you treat them? Would you say yes to the things that you said yes to? If you weren't afraid of the stigma of being difficult, of speaking your mind, who would you allow yourself to be? The whole point of this series has been for you to give yourself permission to be who the fuck you are. That's it. If it means when he asks for money, you say, no, I ain't got it. Okay. If it means when the boss says something, you you have a different opinion because you don't agree with it, Okay. Own your no. Speak your voice. Say your truth, queen. And let people be who they are and you get permission to be who you are. Now, I'm going to end with this because that was the whole point of the Angry Black Woman series. If this series helped you, if like you were like, thank you, let me know. If there was something else that you wanted me to explore, let me know, reach out with that too. And next week, if you're listening to this in live time, on Wednesday, April 28th, there's a masterclass. Every month I have a masterclass. You can check the website, brickjohnson.com and find the next masterclass. Sometimes there's two masterclasses for that month, depending on like if I find a topic that I'm like, ooh, I wanna cover. Sign up for the masterclass. We can get together, have dialogue, talk about situations, coach, ask questions, answers, all of that. Join me for our community masterclass. I want us to be free to be who the fuck we are with or without the stigma of the angry black woman because we can't change them, but we can certainly change how we think of ourselves. I hope this series helped. Let me know. Until next time, bye. If you enjoyed this podcast and want to take thought work even deeper with me as your guide, opportunities to work with me one-on-one are available. Go to brigjohnson.com to schedule your own personal breakthrough call. In 30 minutes, we'll see if working together is a great fit rickjohnson.com. B-R-I-G-J-O-H-N-S-O-N. See you next time.